You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Where did you find out the weigh station? My cruiser weighs 16,000 kilograms. <laughs> I just got off the phone with Tom Mercado from the budget committee. This thing with Farber screwed up, pooch. What? They can't lump us in with that fucking Martian. We're all in the same boat, fellas. But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. <clears throat> hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Richie. How are you feeling today, Richie? I'm pretty sad about the death of uh, little Scott. Are you? Yeah. Did it hit you hard? Well, not so much because I love Scott because I'm worried about this ticker right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was 48. You're, yeah. on, you're only 35. Yeah, it's, it's quick, almost 10 years away. <laughs> You know what's weird is uh, when I saw that he was 48 for some reason, I thought that that was like, I thought he should have been older. I don't know why now I'm putting those, I'm putting those uh, 90s guys in an older age bracket than they really should be, but I was like surprised that he was like, like, okay, for instance, um, like Joey Cape from Lagwagon is like, I think he's 47, 48, but it feels like he would be younger than Scott. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't, well, they were a nineties band. No, too, you're right. You're right. It. Yeah. But I just don't think I just, I, for some reasons I think of like Stone Double Pilots and Nirvana and, and the nineties kind of things like, as like older guys, you know, mm-hmm. like how old is Chris Novoselic? I would have thought he was like in his fifties, but I guess he's not. He was an older dude for the time. Oh, uh, you're right. Cause Dave Grohl was like younger. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He was like 19 when he joined Nirvana. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But yeah, why, like the 90s dudes that were famous in the 90s could have only been 10 years older than us, like at a minimum. Yeah, right. If we were teenagers in the 90s, they were in their 20s, and that's when you're usually. Yeah, it makes sense. So, it, so if, happening. Kurt, if Kurt was 27 when he killed himself in 1994, we were 14. So then we don't be the same 94, age. 94, he would be, yeah, wild, yeah, he'd be yeah. 48. Yeah, he'd be the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. What, where do you put Stone Double Pilots on? In, in, case, in, in case you don't go on social media and haven't yeah. heard of this <laughs> by now, Scott Weiland, the, the, uh, is it Weiland or Weiland? Or it's Weiland. Yeah, it's Weiland, right? Yeah. Um, the lead singer of the old Stone Double Pilots. And then he was in some stupid super group too that I don't know. But uh, Velvet. Revolver. Oh, that was that it. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say Velvet Underground. I, was gonna be I like, almost nope, did. That is sweet I almost Lou. did. Um, which is corny because Velvet Revolver is almost like Guns and Roses. <laughs> it almost is. Yeah, it's just a. It's a more. It's a better gun to hold. <laughs> it's a different material. Uh, and wasn't that? Wait, yeah. So I get that. You know what? I get those bands confused. I get 
there was a band with him in, in it, and then there was a band with the Soundgarden guy with with Rage Against the Machine. Which one was Velvet? Audio Slave. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Rage Against the Machine. Guns N' Roses, Stone Double Pilots is Velvet Velvet Revolver, Revolver. and Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden is Audio Slave. Yeah, Yeah. and they like came out at the same time. It was very confusing. Mm -hmm. It's all butt rock. Like who the hell would listen to it? I actually think Audio Slave was a better band than Soundgarden. Um, they had some good songs. Yeah, I mean, Rage Against the Machine is an amazing band. So Mm -hmm. you know, I guess, but but like they didn't sound like Rage Against the Machine, right? Then they weren't they all just like kind of four four like down 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 down. Yeah, it was just like a Rage Against the Machine with uh Chris Cornell. Yeah, singer. Okay. Where do you put Scott? Where do you put Snowdome Pilots and Scott Weiland on in the pantheon of nineties music? Well, it's weird because they all those bands mixed together. But I think of like two different categories. You know what I mean? I've had, you have like even though it's all Seattle based, you know, mm-hmm. is that where Snowdome? No, I think from? they were Cali. Okay, well, but West, West Coast, Coast. Yeah. So you got like the Nirvana and the Mud Honeys, and then you have the Pearl Jam and the Snowdome Pilots, right? And that could have a lot to do with the Ur voice, you know? Because yeah. better, yeah, better being the Ur originator. Well, do you remember when Stone Temple Pilots came out? Everyone just said that they were biting off a of Pearl Jam because Pearl I thought Jam it was Pearl because Pearl Jam. Yeah, if you didn't know any better and you heard it on the radio, because yeah. Pearl Jam was new enough that people didn't know that much about them, and then Stone Temple Pilots came out and and you heard that uh like mm-hmm. that shit, and you're like, oh, it's just another Pearl Jam song. We yeah. got shit for that for a while, actually. Yeah. So then I put the Pearl Jams and the Stone Temple Pilots in like there in another side group. But it for me it always went Pearl Jam then Stone Pilots even though I kind of like Stone Pilots a little bit more I think that was more grittier than Pearl Jam grittier absolutely yeah more, more rocking I Pearl liked Jam. I liked I, I'm not the world's biggest STP fan um, I do think that the Leo brothers who wrote all those songs and now they're producers mm-hmm. and shit I think they're pretty genius yeah um, who was that the guitar player and the drummer or the guitar player I believe and the it was bassist? the guitar player and the bassist was it I know for sure it was the, the, the guitar, guitar player, player. and yeah. then yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the bassist and um, you know they wrote all those songs you know I think yeah. Scott like wrote the words and, words, and maybe the yeah. melodies and shit, but they were like you know they were the guys writing the fucking songs and I, I that first album Core was it that's yeah. the one with like Creep and all that stuff yeah. on it it's okay I'm not a big uh, it's a little too like heavy it's a little too like kind of Soundgarden-ish like teetering on metal a little too much for me or at least for me back then you know but their 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 next album the one after that the one with uh, purple flowers in the last yeah. and that shit and uh interstate love, love song. song those those are really well-written songs mm-hmm. it's not something that i'm gonna sit around and listen to but i would listen to that before i would say listen to like uh let's say alice in chains or something like that yeah know. oh i forgot they were seattle group yeah 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 well i actually the reason i bring that up is because i read a a little um little thing that billy corgan wrote today about uh um scott wyland where were the pumpkins from i feel like they were like from chicago or some i think they were exactly i think they were from chicago were they but he was he wrote this whole thing and it's you know it's just billy corgan being pretentious like he normally is like trying to use big words and sound like a poet and shit and i'm not busting billy corgan's balls because i'm actually a big smashing pumpkins fan i like them a lot but you know billy corgan in his older age is it's it's pretty much like since as soon as he lost the hair he like started becoming (laughs) like a prick when did he have hair he had hair oh yeah do you remember the whole siamese dreams thing he had like he had he had oh yeah he had the 90s and even before that in gish he had like long mushroom Yeah, yeah 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 It was like um, it was uh, the uh, tonight tonight era is when he started shaving down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
what was I going to say? He wrote, oh yeah, he wrote this thing and he was saying, it, it was nice enough. It was basically saying how him and Scott, like, you know, they didn't know each other too well. And when they first came out, he, th- he didn't like them because he thought they were like a Pearl Jam ripoff. Mm-hmm. But now he's saying, you know, that he did appreciate him. And when he, when he went back and listened to music, he liked it more. But then he said that, um, he said that out of all the voices, all his contemporaries in the nineties, of all the the voices from that nineties era, the era voices. He no, well, just the voices in general, oh, you know. Okay. So all the lead singers, you know, of that that era, he considered Scott Weiland, Lane Staley, and Kurt Cobain to be like the three, like the I guess if there was four, the Mount Rushmore of uh, of those. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of weird to me because I don't know if I, I, you know, like I know people love fucking love Alice in Chains. I never really got it. Yeah, you know, I never got into them either. I like that one song though. Am I wrong? Oh yeah, on the single soundtrack. Yeah, that song is fucked. Oh, that single soundtrack was amazing. I got way too into rocking out <laughs> yes. the Chains and almost broke my eye. I back. thought you pulled out the Wyland arm and started going to town. <laughs> I am, I am, I am. Um, I, I recently watched a video of one of their one of STP's like last concerts, and it was kind of depressing because you have. I mean, I could see wanting to play music your whole entire life, but when your fans get old, that must really suck, you know? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea that loop was still going on. So. <laughs> I just play it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, wasn't he not... Well, you're talking about the last STP thing? Yeah. Uh, not like his... Not with Chester or whatever. Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. I f- see, I'm finding out so much today from reading about all this, but yeah, apparently Stone Devil Pilots went on with the guy from Linkin Park. Park. Which is weird, because he doesn't sound like Wyland, but he fucking looks like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, even though I don't know if he's, you know, into the sandwiches per se, but I know he's got that look. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah right. He looks like shit. <laughs> no, I think those Linkin Park dudes are like... I think they're like just business. Yeah, I don't know. That's, they're probably eating math <laughs> I, I i i i've never under and i'm not i'm not gonna try to sit here and like bust on bands because look if, you, if you've if you worked hard enough in a band that you made it to a point where you have a fan base and people are giving you money for your music good for you i think lincoln park has the most fans out of any of those yeah bands. Well, they're like yeah. the biggest i do not get it i don't get it either i don't get, I don't get that whole 99 to 2002 rap rock rap rock exactly or yeah like mall, mall Biscuit, metal rap rock lincoln yeah. park kid rock that such a weird time in music that was but it is the worst time in music ever yeah ever ever made and it's in the craziest thing about it is that it came off of um the one of the best eras of music the right. early the, the the late 80s early 90s you know punk uh grunge rock music mm-hmm. kind of movement that was going on was the best shit that's happened since the 70s. And then all of a sudden, and so it was like, great, you know, here comes the 90s, this is fucking rules. And then by 90, like 6, 97, we started getting into those, like you said, like those fucking crazy three fucking 11 it's and so all that shit. And, it's it, so and it's like, how did this turn into this? But the weirdest thing to me are the people that followed that. So like the people that in 92 were listening to Nirvana, then all of a sudden in 98 were listening to to like fucking Limp Biscuit or something like that. Like that that would be like completely switching genres of music. I guess there's people out there that just hear like heavy guitar and be like, okay, this is heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or but, it's that same old story about you just like what you're exposed to. Yeah, what you, yeah. You, you don't care enough to look for good bands. And when you turn on Z100, you're like, oh, I hear this 10 times a day. It must be awesome. Right. You know? But yeah, then you got that like bucket full of bands that got huge, but you don't really know about them, but you heard them on the radio a million times. I don't know the names of any of them, but it was just like that Rat metal, yeah, yeah I think it's huge. Guess, yeah, it's just so weird, uh, like uh, System of a Down and right. like Static X. 
Yeah, um, yeah, like those. I couldn't like sing a song, but disturbed, I know. Disturbed, right? Was disturbed, one of them. Was yeah. it Disturbed? Is the ah, 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 band, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you got Creed, who like you know took the voice of the '90s and just made the, it that the Eddie Vedder voice. Yeah. I I, hey, look, they all have fucking fans. I don't know. I I never got it. That was that was way too in the stratosphere as far as like it, it, what I um affectionately call butt rock but I, yeah you know, some people call it dad rock some people whatever you want to call it college but, rock well not college when i think of college rock i think of like tonic <laughs> <laughs> no i think of like earlier shit like the dead milkman and rem and like the cool shit that's giving it a lot of credit i think of like oar and tonic and i guess later on shit that girls listen to dave matthews band dave matthews band ah, i have a good college rock band for you sublime That's sublime a yeah sublime but a lot of people like sublime you know because they could go from college to stoner to like surfer i guess never was you a know. fan of them either but yeah that's totally college you know, it's just it's, it's weird. It's it's a weird phenomenon, like you know, music changing genres and you know, people taking influence from other musicians and making their own style. Of yeah, music. it's always going to just spiral forward, and just sometimes it just bounces off into this really bad caveat that you might not even recognize. You might not recognize why you're in it, you know, and then you sometimes you look back and I've done it like, you know, like I'm not going to sit here and act like my musical taste is the greatest thing in the world. But there's some bands that I might have listened to when I was, you know, 17 or 18 years old. And I look back at it now and I'm like, how did I ever fucking even listen to them? Like, how did I not recognize how corny this music was? You know, mm-hmm. and I guess it just you get swept up in it. The only time I have actually think like that is when I put on really shitty punk rock. And I'm like, why did I play this record? <laughs> like the casualties? Like, uh, <laughs> no, no. Don't run down the casualties. I'm sorry, but I'll put on a casualty song and I'm like, where did I, when did I bob my head to this? You know, what was I doing? Um, what's that one band that we used to listen to? And oh, FYP, do you remember them? Terrible. They're it was horrible. just like 15 year old kids breaking their instruments. And they can't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't play, any, <laughs> there was no rhythm to it at all. Like the drummer didn't play in time, Nothing. everything was out of tune. But we would listen to that album all the time, I, you know, because there was like a cool factor to it when we were children, you know, so like the sloppier the better. Yeah, like yeah. we didn't fucking know, mm-hmm. you know. And I much rather would have listened to that than the, you know, let's play to a metronome and, and, and have, and, you know, Nickelback or whatever. Yeah. The Nickelback thing. I know people love to fucking make fun of Nickelback, but they're so like, like to me, they're so far out there. Like as far as uh, like arena rock, yeah, that it's like almost non make funable. They know they are what they are. They, they've never pretended to be anything else but that, as far as I know, because I don't know that much about them. You know what I'm saying? Like I think bands like uh, three. Well, you know, I always bring up Three Eleven because I, I dislike them so much. Personally. You hate them that much? I can't stand. It. Really? I think it, it's my it's my um, contention. That they wrote the worst song ever written, ever. Which one? Down, down, down. down yeah, it's the worst <laughs> song ever written. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> what? A semi yummy 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 ya yeah, ya. Yeah. yeah, that one is pretty bad. It is they horrible. Act, I know that. I know. Couple goodies. I know they have like some chill songs, like the Emperor's or that shit or whatever. And I guess I could give them, you know. But just the fact that they they uh, dreamy rock. Just the fact that they released that poison. And to me, when when we talk about rap rock, <laughs> poison <laughs> into the system of music, um, when we talk about rap rock, like mall metal rap rock, butt rock kind of shit. Uh, down by 311 it, to me is the, the the poster child of it that's the number one thing the biggest thing that bothered Chill. me about <laughs> that that's it the biggest thing that bothered me about 311 was the fact that they had a band then they had a dude 
who just kind of sat like not in the front of the stage, not in the back of the stage, but kind of in the middle behind the singer and rapped when, you know, needed. Yeah, you right. Know, he, just like Linkin Park. Like, what the fuck did he do when right it wasn't the- rap time? You know, like that, you know, that whatever, that kid from Linkin Park who ended up being like the famous one. But uh, he just, you know, wore his headphones and rapped when needed. And he that that's a punch in the face. So person. that's not the it, it, so on on down the the singer and the rapper aren't the same person. That's two different people. Yes. Really? Yeah. The singer 311 it doesn't like make it any sing- better. He's like the singer, like the chiller dude. And then all of a sudden you get this dude acting like Fred Durst in the back. Like, congratulations. Who says congratulations? Because I want to find him in murder. The rapper says congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh, my that's God. Him. I can't stand it. I can't stand that song. It's yeah. the worst song ever written. And I know people love 311. They have March 11th every year is 311 day. And really? Yeah, people freak out. That's and that's sad. fine. And I, if you're listening to this and you like 311, I'm not saying anything about you and your character. You know, But I am just personally believe that that song is the worst song ever written. The worst song. One of the most damaging. It's up there songs. um i actually got shit uh <laughs> from my little joe buck thing um that Did last you? episode yeah <laughs> there's uh, some buck fans out there <laughs> there's a buck man on twitter that was hitting me up and he was like it, uh seems like a cool enough guy he's uh he's he's a it seems like he's a friend of friends uh, uh, or whatever and um he was like he, he and, you know whatever it wasn't a real thing you know but he was just saying like yo your your opinion of joe buck sucks and and i did not know that that there was this giant movement against Joe Buck. I was just saying my against Joe Buck. Yeah, like apparently, like if you Google Joe Buck sucks, Buck, there's Buck. like there's, yeah, there's like <laughs> fucking um yeah, there's like uh web pages like devoted to this guy's horrible. This guy's horrible. <laughs> I had no idea of that. I knew that he was annoying, but I only knew that from watching the World Series. I don't watch football. So apparently, that's what Joe Buck is like. He does. Oh, right? football? I thought he's a baseball dude. No, I think he does Fox. Oh, okay. And he, I think so. I think he does more football because the only time I ever see him on baseball is on the World Series. Oh, really? So to me, Joe Buck is in my life four to seven nights a year, you know? <laughs> and fucking, and I'm just there. And, and every time I've ever seen him, it's like, wow, this guy's annoying. His voice is annoying. He, he annoy- he's kind of pompous. You know, that was my whole thing. I had no idea that there was legions of buck haters so yeah he hit me up and he set me straight so i apologize for that i'm sorry i will never say never a bad word about buck will come out of my mouth again but i also did have some people hit me up through email and be like i agree what you're saying about Buck." (laughs) i didn't know that there was that big of a uh that big of a fucking thing going on i don't know well he is a little worm he deserves it so you never answered the question though um what so where do you put STP in, yeah. the, in the lineage yeah. of 90s grunge. Let's let's choose five bands. Let's choose the, the top five uh, bands. So obviously Nirvana. Right. But that's my thing is that I don't put Nirvana in the grunge category. I know. And you shouldn't. But... But for for the sake of this argument, you, you kind of have to. Okay, then okay. Nirvana's number one. Well, let's just let's just choose five. So Nirvana, Nirvana Pearl Jam, definite, right? Uh-huh. We're gonna have to put STB for the for this case. Yep. Um. Then let's say Alice in Chains. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then what would be the fifth? Um, for grunge, Soundgarden. They were like more of a metal band. But right, they were, but they were just such a huge part of that. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. So let's rank them then. What? What? Where? Where, where do you go from? Are those five in ranking? Yeah. Nirvana number one, obviously. Uh, number two, it's even though you know the, I kind of put them in a class of their own, but number two for me is gonna have to be Pearl Jam. Okay. Then STP. Got it. Then, uh, then Alice Change, then Soundgarden. Yeah. Yep. You know what? I I would love to disagree with you, but I think I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I was gonna switch. Um, I was gonna switch Alice in Chains and Soundgarden, but I'm more apt to listen to Alice in Chains. Me too. And, yeah, that, and that's, just that one song. 
That's yeah. that's the struggle I went through in that decision making. <laughs> but it's like, will I ever listen to Soundgarden? Nope. <laughs> and people, and that's another thing, man. I've said that. I think I've I've like said something before on Facebook about like like Soundgarden, and people were like. You got to be kidding me! They're the best. People are obsessed mm. with Soundgarden. Yeah, because so. of him, because of his voice. But I can't listen to that voice for more than a minute. I think it looking back, makes my teeth hurt. I think looking back at it, we 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 identify with that era of music because we were we were the prime age for that era of music. Mm-hmm. But I don't think me and you were so much uh, like into the whole grunge rock scene as we were into the punk scene. Obviously, we were in, we were more into the the underground, for lack of a better word, punk bands at the time. Mm. So I think we hold so much stock in Nirvana and we love them so much. Um, but that doesn't mean that that translates to all those other bands. Like you might have it fond doesn't. memories of those other bands, but but that wasn't really our thing. Our thing was a totally different uh, set of music that Nirvana kind of like like kind of fit into because they were essentially a punk band, mm-hmm. you know. And don't forget that's also the same time that Radiohead came out and that early Radiohead shit before they got all like dropping a coin in a, bu- in a glass of water and calling it art before that whole shit. <laughs> I thought they were fucking great. They were great. Yeah. That first well, I I now I like all the I like all <laughs> I like all the Radiohead albums, even when they are fucking uh, you know, just taking fucking um chords out of a switchboard. <laughs> yeah. Like an old fifties fucking uh, Mad Men telephone operator or whatever. <laughs> but fucking um but yeah, like I like there's not a Radiohead album that I don't like. I like them all. Sometimes the weirder the better for me. But that first album, Pablo Honey. If you like, I don't think a lot of people listen to that album because they don't consider it to be the Radiohead. It's kind yeah. of like a precursor. Mm. I mean, obviously it has creep on there, but but like a lot of the other. But if you listen to that album, that album is fucking really mm-hmm. good. It's a solid rock album. It might not be rocking. It might not be the OK Computer or Kid A, uh, you know, Radiohead that everyone loves. But it's a uh, it's if, as far as a solid '90s rock album goes. And another another '90s thing is Sunny Day Real Estate came out in the '90s, and they were a grunge sub pop band. Yeah, that that yeah, was. But to me, that's the beginning of emo. Sure, and know? to a lot of people, it is. Totally. Yeah. Well, let me let me give you another band that came out in the '90s and was kind of mushed into all that, but doesn't fit into any of that, and probably fits closer with Sunny Day Real Estate is Weezer. Oh right, but yeah. where, where? Oh, they're definitely a California band. They got to be. Yeah, like yeah. I think they're Italian. straight out of LA. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm, what oh, I'm, yeah. yeah, they don't fit into any of that. Right. But, yeah, that sweater song went right up there with you know all those grunge songs in the 90s yeah i think the blue album came out in what the same day as versus (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) you know and fucking and yeah so it's 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 weird you look back at all those bands and you want to lump them into one thing but it's really Mm -hmm. hard to you know because nirvana and weezer and pearl jam that's that's the main thing pearl jam and nirvana are always linked together and they are two completely different bands oh you know what now we're talking about this i found out the other night that our friend a close friend of ours, um, uh, he uh, he was at Saturday Night Live, the episode where when Kurt shot himself and and Pearl Jam went on there and played This Is Not For You and, oh, and, yeah. and Eddie Vedder opened up had his shirt K and he had the shirt. K on his shirt. He was at that fucking and he didn't know we were talking about it. And he was talking about it. And he's like, yeah, I went to... So a- he got to see Geek Dweeber Spaz live? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. He saw Geek Dweeber. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. And then I, and then I was like... Uh, I, if you guys don't know, we're listening what that... what It's an old David St- uh, Spade sketch that me and Richie used to do our whole life. And it's like, yeah, I still do. Yeah, it's just... Da- it's David Spade doing it and doing a fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, a lisp. And, and, and it's just whatever. But yeah, that's the episode, that, which is nuts. He was like... When I think of uh, Saturday Night Live shit, 
I think of that episode, yeah. you know, and he was one of our friends was actually there in the audience. For That's that. awesome. It's crazy, right? Well, anyway, R.I.P. Scott Weiland. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame when anybody from that, you know, when anybody that you, you listen to or enjoy their art dies, it's, it's a shame. And it sucks because, you know, as soon as Scott Weiland died, everyone's like, oh, drug addict, drug addict, drug addict. Oh, right. I mean, he had, a, you know, cardiac arrest, which is probably due to, you know, ruining your body your whole life, you right. know. But who knows? Maybe he ate too many G-steaks, you know? Like maybe he had high blood pressure. <laughs> I don't know. That dude was like 90 pounds. So I know. That, that was another sad thing about that last video I seen. Like, he's up at the microphone trying to do his, like, snake moves, you know? But he's just all, like, rickety and crooked. And his shirt just isn't, is so big on him. And his pants are falling off because he's, like, you know, 80 pounds, yeah, you right. know? Sucks. Well, you know... um, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy, the guy put a lot of good art into the world, and he did lead a rough life. And I mean, he made it to forty eight. He made it a lot longer than than a lot of people mm-hmm. do that are in that predicament. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it's a shame either way, but uh, but we move on, I suppose. Yeah. And as far as music is concerned, what else was he gonna come? He wasn't gonna come out with anything. He was gonna play plush until he died at seventy. You know? Was, <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't 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 mean that he should not as a person. You know what I mean? As an artist, yeah, let's right. say. No, you know, I because it. I don't know him as a person. I know him as you right. know, right. One of the originators. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> I but, don't know what his voice sounds like in real life. Yeah. I just know that voice. Well, I mean, but. You know, if even if if Kurt Cobain stopped making music after in utero, I'd still like him to be alive and maybe making out with Michael Stipe someplace or something right now. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? they probably would have came out with another two albums at least. Yeah, you right. Know, if he wasn't a drug addict. Yeah. No, totally. You know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yep, that's the scene. So, Richard, uh, something that a lot of people don't know about us uh, that uh, we don't we don't talk about a lot, but both me and you hold doctorates in um, quantum f- quantum physics, mm-hmm. you know, with an emphasis on subatomic particles. Mm-hmm. I graduated top of my class. Yeah, right. And I wanted to ask you, um, when you first started your hypothesis on string theory, were you like a... Holy shit! Whoa, whoa. Holy shit! The fuck was that? What was that? Is that a brick? I don't know. I think a bird flew through the window. No, that looks like a brick, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, someone just threw a brick through our window. <laughs> Hang on for a second. I'm going to go take a look at this. Fucking hooligans. Dude, there is a brick on the floor. Wait, what's it? It's got a note tied to it. No. Yeah, somebody did. Oh, man, this isn't even. Holy shit, dude. This isn't. Ransom even, note? This isn't even our studio. Someone just <laughs> threw a brick through the window of our studio. Hey, let me get this note going here. Oh, my God. What does that shit say? Holy shit. Dear A High Five. <laughs> oh, stalkers. Well, uh, this good. There might be a fan leather. All right. I'm all breaking windows. <laughs> you prick fucks. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you prick fucks. When I first turned down being a guest on your pathetic excuse for a podcast, I thought I got my point across. Uh-oh. I think I know oh, who man. this is. But no. You had to go and open your big fat loser mouth and, <laughs> and blab about it on air. Holy shit. All right, there's more. Grave mistake, gentlemen, for on this day you have made a powerful enemy. Like Superman's Lex Luthor or that creep from Inspector Gadget that always beat up his cat but somehow never got shit from the ASPCA. Psycho. I will, I will devote my every waking moment to the ultimate demise of the A High Five podcast. You, Devin Ferry. Oh, very mature. <laughs> yeah. Very mature. Very original. <laughs> and uh oh. And especially that whiny little dirt merchant, RTG. <laughs> What is this? I'll accept that. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. There's more. Very accurate. Awkward high five. More like time to die, guys. Well, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> no, <I mean. laughs> 
<laughs> could, be, could be a little bit more clever than that. Um, and then it says, moi, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, and in parentheses, it says, say that like an evil laugh. So, moi, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Is that uh, done with a wacky typewriter? Uh, no, it's, it's very bad penmanship, I'll say that much. All right. Um, and then, sincerely, uh, your arch nemesis, the KGB. <laughs> Richard, I can't. The rush keys are after us? We can't. We can't go up against the KGB. I, I don't even fucking. I ain't even going up against Putin's nipples. The KGB. Oh, wait a second. There's no G in there. Yeah, there's no G in there. Oh, it says, sincerely, your arch nemesis, the KB. Ah, uh, we know who that oh, is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But that's kind of vague because that could be his sister. Oh, true. Um, oh, no. But look, in parentheses underneath that, it says, the male KB. <laughs> I guess he knew that we might think that it's his sister. <laughs> Dude. What's he? He came down here just to stalk us? I think we have an arch nemesis on our hands here. I think so. He just broke the window at our uh, Awkward High Five Studios. I'm definitely scared because... A ginger arch, arch nemesis is more scary than any other arch nemesis. Holy shit. This is some serious <laughs> shit. We're 21 episodes in and we already have an arch nemesis to the show? It was either this or a lawsuit is bound to happen. So I'll take this over a lawsuit. Yeah, but time to die, guys? <laughs> Just because we, cause we asked him to be on the show and then he turned it down? <sighs> well, maybe he's trying to get on the show in an evil way. No, man, this looks like this is war, Richard. <laughs> yeah, uh, war what I'm is. reading here is a declaration of war <laughs> and by somebody on. that used to be a close friend of us. Hates our podcast. This hurts a little Let bit. Let the games begin. Oh, man. What do we do? We start a war. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, lo- you're, looking to, you're looking to go? Yeah, let's you're do it. You're looking to get firearms or anything? <laughs> I already got it. <laughs> well, man. <laughs> well, I got to clip up. The only thing that I could hope is that this doesn't become a reoccurring theme on our show. Mm. That the KB is now the arch nemesis. And I just hope that maybe he doesn't keep popping up every once in a while and causing ruckus for us during this this Awkward High Five podcast. I know. Well, I'm just going to clip up and hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still have your tech nine? Oh, absolutely. Trying to take mine? (laughs) Absolutely. Man, what are we going to do about this window? Uh, I don't know. And even more, even plastic bag. Even more than that, what are we going to do about this draft now? <laughs> yeah. that the window's broken. I'm getting a little cold up in here. I never expected this to happen. An enemy of the awkward high five podcast. Yeah, he's going to have to feel the wrath. Calling RTG a dirt merchant. Yeah, well, he wasn't the first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing so much. I'm scared shitless inside right now. Note to ourselves. Next time we ask somebody to be on the show and they say no, don't ever bring it up. Yeah, no. I can't afford another one from this. Can't afford another window. <laughs> Certainly can't. We don't have jobs. We don't have any income. <laughs> Just tape it. Get the tape. Can you afford a window by doing free podcasts for people? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, we're just going to have to go into battle with them, I guess. I guess so, man. I have no idea. Well, you wanted to tell a story, Richard, of, uh, of when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'll just go right into it. I had nowhere to go yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have to now. <laughs> I fucking, um, uh, I established the fact of our, of our arch nemesis and I, I don't know what to say. I guess I could say, I guess I could say I'm scared. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't, I'm sorry if we wronged you. If there's any way that we can make a peaceful resolution to this, because uh, I don't, I don't want uh, an arch nemesis. Yeah. 
And I guess I could just say he was totally accurate with the dirt merchant comment. Because <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been hearing it quite often. Definitely heard it the other night when I was telling an old story. Because I'm a little, I guess a little bit of a dirt merchant, a little bit of a deviant. So I'm talking with the girl. A little bit of telling, her, <laughs> telling her a story because we joke around a little bit. Wait, I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I talked over you. You're talking to your girlfriend? Yes. Okay. And um, so, you know, we joke around and um, I, I just fuck around a lot. So I, I, in my older years, I've cut all the shame out of my game and just tell stories without even thinking of what someone may think or anything. Yeah, I know you do that because yeah. you do it on this show uh, yeah, to yeah. hundreds of people. <laughs> And I'm in awe. So, might as well add another one to the list. Because <laughs> yeah. I know she gets a kick, of it, a kick out of it, so I hope maybe others will. So, she's asking me why I'm such a deviant. And I tell her it all stems back to maybe when I was like three years old. And I remember this story because when I was moving out of you know, the house I grew up in, we were packing up old shit. And uh, my grandmother had this doll. And it was so cute. It was, it was definitely the cutest thing ever. Oh, my God. I never named her. Oh. <laughs> never named her, but it was definitely my first girlfriend ever. <laughs> she wore this little purple dress, and her white yarn hair blew in the breeze. And it not only was it a doll, it was a music box. So when you twisted the little thing in the back, she played this sweet, sweet tune. And her head bobbed back. And I think this is where it all started, because... While the tune played, her head circled, and it was a little bit broken. What do you mean circled? Like Exorcist? Not completely around 360. Kind of like if you're trying to crack your neck and just you know unwind the stress from a long day. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? And it was a little bit broken. So when her head got to like the back corner, it would kind of like throw it back. (laughs) 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 She kind of throw her head back as if I was you know. Doing the work to her, so I don't. <laughs> so I'm, what kind of fucking analogy is I, that? I, I don't know. I'm trying not to be too vulgar. You know what I mean? I don't want people to get the wrong idea. You meant but, fucking? Yes, but you have to understand, and I'm sure all the guys can relate. When you're a young kid, you do I'm weird sure shit. Can. You do weird shit. This is probably the weirdest, the least weirdest shit because at least it was kind of on a human level. Because kids do weird shit, like stick their dick in shampoo bottles and shit like that, like touch surfaces with. <laughs> And by kids, you mean 35-year-old men. Yes. You know what I mean? You try and see how, you know, how many different things you could touch with your dick. But at least she was a girl and a doll. And, you know, she had white hair, sweet yarn. And she wore, like, this little hat that would fall off when her head ba- bent back to the corner. And you I had to keep putting it back and, off? <laughs> no, the, head would, the hat would fall off. I would just throw that shit away. I'd put it on later. But I really got into this doll. And I couldn't wait. To visit grandma and grandpa's house every weekend because I knew I'd get to visit my girlfriend. And I look forward to it. And I maybe I did name her. I just can't, rena- I can't remember because I would think I would name her unless I just ca- kept her nameless. But she was so hot and I couldn't wait to see her. So what I used to do is when I used to go over grandma and grandpa's, it's the first thing I would do. And I think they knew what I was doing. Just no one would, no one would say anything to me. And just like at least I wasn't like playing with guy dolls. <laughs> But I would run into my grandma's room, grab this doll, and I would jump behind her bed <laughs> with the doll, and I rub it on myself, going, "Sex me, sex me, sex me." <laughs> <laughs> and 
that was my first sexual experience. So you would, you would, <laughs> would you, how old were you now? Like three, four. And wow, that's pretty progressive that you even knew what sex me was. <laughs> well, I didn't know what I, you know, no, I didn't know what sex, probably didn't know what sex was until I had it. Cause I thought guys <laughs> just laid on top of girls, like in a perfect laying motion. I didn't know the legs spread open. You know what I thought was, and, and I, and I think not to get away from your story, we'll get, believe me, that's we're going to get back to this immediately. <laughs> no, I have some probing questions that I need to ask to get into. <laughs> You know what I was thinking? I think those trumpets are from Field of Dreams. Are they? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know who the voice for all these drops are, but it's sexy. Is all I want to say. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, what I used to think sex was when I was a kid was because I used to think that people did it standing up and that the girl's vagina hole was in the front. Was in the front. Like exactly if you were to chop off a penis where that hole would be mm-hmm. right there, then that's and that's what you did. That's what See, I you're starting to get into the psyche now. Yeah, okay. You're understanding where it all comes from. So little three, four-year-old RTG in love with a, uh, a um, I'm just going to say flirtatious little doll at his grandparents' right? house. Cause it seemed was, like she was asking for she, it. Yeah, she was a little seductress. <laughs> She was with and that you head would, motion, and you would sit home, and, and she like, smelled like grandma's sweet perfume. <laughs> <laughs> and you would sit home and uh, and think to yourself, like, "Oh man, I can't wait to go see my girl." Couldn't wait, could not wait, would dream of her. And then you'd go- and like, if I had a picture, I actually looked it up on the internet to see if I could find it. I typed in like yarn hair dolls that were music boxes. There were some lookalikes, but none would compare. Wow, Sinead O'Connor style. <laughs> I'm stunned by this. That fucking. That, I thought you knew this. Uh, if you told I never me this, got to this depth, probably. if you told me this, I don't remember it because when you said the sex me, sex me part, I fell off my. Number one, the whole time you're telling that story, I was just, I was just rubbing my eyes, fucking crying. Um, and so you would do this in front of your parents? No, I would jump behind the bed. Like the bed was kind of like, you know, the door. There was a door. Then you come to the room, and the bed's coming out of the wall. So, like, you know, little me, I could just jump behind the bed, and you wouldn't see me. But I'd be like, you know, do a couple sex me's and peek up. A couple sex me's, peek up, see if anyone was coming. Yeah, your family definitely knew what was going on. I like probably, they were I probably think. just like, Richie's fucking the dog. Right? <laughs> I came out to like a lunch afterwards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you come out smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah. so what's going on, dudes? Um, wow, that is uh, is definitely <laughs> fucking interesting. <laughs> I had to let it out. I had to. And you don't know what ever happened to this doll? No, it was packed away. And I think it's either thrown out or stored away or somewhere. But I'll find her again. Do you think... Let me ask you a question here. Do you think that um, you... Uh, that doll, that that the way that that doll looked um, uh, molded the way that you were attracted to women later on in life at all? Probably not. Really? Because if it did, then I'd probably be into whiter chicks. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because I remember being younger and um, and uh, being really uh, fucking attracted to uh, Rainbow Bright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm like, again. Oh, there you go. Freckles and red hair. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and, my, and so I remember at a very, very young age, probably the same age, three or four, five, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember seeing uh, pictures of Rainbow Bright, whether it was on She TV, was cute. Was though. on TV or something like that. And that was the first time that I ever had those feelings. Like, I didn't know what they were, obviously. Sexy feelings. Yeah, I didn't go as far. <laughs> As getting rainbow bright doll and fucking it, but <laughs> I didn't buy the doll. It was there. 
<laughs> we met by consequence. But um, but yeah, I remember that being like one of the first things that I was attracted to. And and then I, I grew up to be somebody for some strange reason who's just crazy attracted to redhead girls. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, they say that all comes from your, you know, they say like if you're like a uh, if you're like a, a boob guy or like an ass guy or, or shit like that. Like they say that, that that all comes from whatever you're exposed to before you ever even knew. You know, they say, you know, what's interesting that they say they say that uh, people with feet fetish. Mm-hmm. They say that that is from them as babies crawling on the floor and only being able to see their, their mother's, that makes their mother's feet. Yeah. yeah isn't that, you know, so like that kind of thing. But, I don't get the whole foot thing. Yeah, no, I don't either. I'm not a big fan of it. No. But there there is a lot of people out there with feet fetish. I mean, you know, every fetish, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I guess that that all comes from that. Hmm. But I've never had I've never had that experience. And, yeah. and I commend you for telling that on this show. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. I tell every girlfriend. They they get a kick out of it. But yeah, because if that was true, then I'd be looking for girls with white yarn hair. Yeah, well, <laughs> and purple dresses. You'd have to go to you'd have to go to the late '90s fucking like and find like a Marilyn Manson or something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. right. So, oh, they're my least favorite. Wear those fucking um those contacts and shit with yeah, like the fucking oh. string hair. But the one bummer of the whole situation was that you couldn't undress this doll; it was sewn on. Ah, uh, you know, because that maybe could explain my fetish of trying of leaving. I like to leave a little bit of a tire on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm that way too. Mm-hmm. I do like that. For some I like to like rip the collar down and whip the boob out the top a little bit, kind of into that. Yeah, maybe I guess. But then uh, you're destroying clothes, so you might catch a little flack for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, whatever. Depending on the heat of the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I do like. I, I do kind of. You know what? You know what? I am. Uh, I am. I, I'm the uh, kind of guy who likes to leave the uh, brazier on for a while, mm-hmm. and then maybe mid. Uh, you know, fucking thing. Then take it off. It's like a little, like a little present that you wait to unwrap until yeah, like, yeah. like maybe after you eat breakfast after Christmas morning. You know, like it, it's things are winding down, but then all of a sudden excitement happens again. I get that. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with that. I used to there. I do remember. Now you got me fucking <laughs> questioning <laughs> your own psyche. No, no, no. <laughs> Just admitting all this fucking shit from when I was a kid. Let it out. But you brought you brought up the thing from um. Taking the clothes off, I remember having a, uh, and I don't know who it was, but I remember having an action figure, and it was probably Thundercats. Or oh, those things always get naked. Thundercats or, or He-Man or something like that, mm-hmm. but it was a woman, and I remember going out of my way to, like, I think I was, like, playing with it, and I realized that the, because you know how they were all just wearing. <laughs> that cheetah chick? It might have been. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been. But you know how they're all just wearing, like, short shorts and, like, you know, like, you know, they're, they're superheroes, so yeah, you yeah. saw their skin and their muscles or whatever, mm-hmm. and they would always have that thing, and I think I realized that her pant, her her shorts were were like coming off like the plastic was separating you know and to me as a child again you know probably who knows six seven years old or something like that i got really excited at the fact that i might see what was underneath this yeah. and i remember going out of my way and finding a way to like jimmy it open and then, <laughs> and then like real excited and then all it was was just like that that black wire tube you know what i mean the, or whatever and i was disappointed yeah. i don't know what i thought i was gonna see you know what I'm, you know what i mean but hey that could explain the whole leaving the bra on for a present you maybe know? Maybe. Or fear of taking the bra off and seeing just black wire tits. <laughs> Which I have seen a few. <laughs> Wiry boobs. <laughs> Actually, not black. That's your thing. Yeah, no, not black. Just a little duck. <laughs> a little, little mocha. 
we uh we are when it when it when it comes to uh to women probably the exact opposite it's weird yeah because we we grew up with each other we 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 up can i say this to the audience say whatever you want i was (laughs) i was in the room when you lost your virginity yes you were absolutely (laughs) the first time you ever had sex i was in Uh the room damn so you were there for every single thing in my life (laughs) yeah pretty much every every single fucking thing (laughs) but uh yeah growing up and going through that and like and and like you know uh running through groups of girls together and doing Uh all the shit that we did when we were younger you you think like all right we would have some sort of but we don't when when your your idea of an attractive woman and my idea of attractive woman are like two completely polar Mm -hmm. opposite things but that maybe that has something to do with it so we would never step on each other's toes yeah i guess maybe i mean we are eskimo bros (laughs) we are eskimo (laughs) bros but we've never stepped on toes yeah it is true that is very true it's hard not to be Eskimo Bros coming from a small town. Like, yeah, exactly, like we were, exactly. Know? But I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'm Eskimo Bros with anyone else in our crew. Dude, can I tell you something? Um, I'm. I I found out later that uh, my my ex fiance Carla, um, her older brother, who's a cool ass dude. I, I dig him. It's You're like, Eskimo Bros with your fiance's older brother twice. <gasps> Double Bros twice. <laughs> One of them isn't Carla. I promise. Oh God. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah twice i i we, i figured through just through conversation and figuring out who he was because he's like a year or two older than me kind of ran in some of the same circles but we were never friends or whatever and uh just figuring out who he was and then doing the math and like thinking about it and then like talking to him and him like bringing up a name i realized that yes we are one i just know I'm, i know we're not going to talk names on the air but one i just know yeah okay well yeah it doesn't matter but isn't i thought that was pretty interesting that is interesting so keeping it in the fam yeah, that was that that was great. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter now. So yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Well, so we got the Christmas party coming up. Are you gonna go? Right. What? Oh, because she said she's not. So you're definitely going, right? Uh, I believe I'm going. Yeah. Well, I, when is it again? It is uh, dis- I don't know if they, they want all this on the air, but I think it's uh December twentieth. Oh, yeah, closer to Christmas. Yeah, because next weekend, next Saturday is the Ghetto Kid Show, which oh, true, we'll be at. True. Yeah. And then the, then after that is the is the Christmas party. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, so. Some things coming up. We might have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> besides having to go to fucking dolls. Yeah. Um. Although I wouldn't mind, I've wanted to tell that for a while now. I need to get it off the old. No, I know chest. you're excited. To, you actually just to pull down the fourth wall a little bit. You wanted to tell that story last <laughs> episode, and then we started bullshitting and went through a whole episode, and then you were upset afterwards that you didn't get to tell your doll fucking story. <laughs> Holy shit! I was like, Richie, why are you disappointed? And you're like, I didn't get to tell my doll yeah. story. It's so funny because doing this, you know, it 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 definitely like gets a lot off your chest and it helps a lot. But man, am I realizing what a piece of shit I am. Oh yeah, totally. Big time. Yeah. And it'll keep coming, you know. Like when you got when you have people on Twitter telling you what a piece of shit you are mm-hmm. and you know like and, yeah. and you're just like, "Oh yeah, that you're right." You know what I mean? Like, oh man, this episode is going to fucking <laughs> they're coming out of woodwork. <laughs> I'm just worried about it. Now I got to fucking sleep with one eye open because we have an arch nemesis trying to take down <laughs> the A high five. I know. So, um, uh, you don't play. Uh, do you want to give a little uh sandwich update? Uh, it's going great. Yeah, it's going great. All uh, everything's level. No fall offs or anything like that. Um, fall. What do you mean by fall offs? Well, like th- no, you y- you're keeping it consistent yeah. towards your goal. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no major. Because I'm gonna be honest, you scared me today. I-, I was texting you with ideas for the show. I started texting you like around noontime. Oh yeah, I definitely slept all day today. Yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta understand where I'm coming from when that happens because yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, what's has he disappeared? Like, you know, no, is he, no, has he no. fallen back into shit? Is he alive? Like, you right. know, like I fucking. Yeah, but even if you know, even if the worst 
thing happened, you would still hear from me. That was just I was up all night, you know, with my girlfriend and I just didn't go to sleep at a normal time. So I just slept all day and like my room was cold when I woke up and it was too lazy to get up and shut the window and blah, blah, blah. No, I get it. That's fine. I'm just saying from from my point of view, when I'm texting you like, oh, I got this idea for the show. I got this idea for the show. Mm -hmm. What time are we meeting up and stuff like that? And then I don't hear for you for like four or five hours. Then I start like thinking like, oh, fuck. Like, you Uh, know, yeah, Yeah, I don't blame you for thinking that. But just know that you'll always hear from me. I'm not the disappearing type. You know, I'll never... Because well, I don't know. You used to disappear back in the band days sometimes. That, you'd pull, you'd that pull, was something else. You'd pull some fucking. That was something else. Yeah, but there, there. I had to keep that secretive, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't even know what you're talking about. But there was times where we would have fucking, we'd all be at band practice, and you just wouldn't show up, and so that was something else. Okay, well, that uh, was before I was even into the sandwich. Yeah, uh, you know, I know. I'm just saying that is in your character. It's happened before. Whatever the reason may be, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not coming down on you. I'm just saying. I understand. Yeah. I would feel the same way. Right, exactly. I had to deal with a dirt merchant like myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I, I guess I got to mention the review thing again. Um, mm-hmm. If you're listening, if, if you have been listening to us, you're, you know what we're, we're doing, um, which is called the 100 Review Party, which is once we have 100 written reviews on iTunes, then we are going to throw a party. Uh, and um, everybody's going to be invited. And at that party, Richard is going to yet again drink a live goldfish. But this time, he promises yep. to throw it back up while it's still alive. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's humanly possible or not, but I'm taking your word for it. It will happen. It will um, happen. And that is once we get 100 written reviews on iTunes. Everyone's doing a great job. I think we're like around, we're under, still under 30. I don't know. We're floating around 30 that's or something. Nice. Like that. Yeah, it's no, it's nice. great. We've only been doing, talking about this for a few episodes. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate everybody. I went um, yesterday to the post office, which was a weird adventure because I had, because it was like I almost forgot how to mail shit. Like I, I had these envelopes with stickers in them and you addresses took your on them. in there. Yeah. And I fucking walked up to the lady and I was like, I'd like stamps for these. <laughs> like I didn't know what you to still do. still got those? And, and she's, One stamp, $3. And she was like, she was like, she was like, I, I, you know, I had multiple, she was like, do you want five stamps or would you rather just buy like a book of stamps? And I was like, well, how many stamps do I need? And she just looked at me and she was like, one stamp, motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I didn't know. I had no, you know, I don't know how it works anymore. It was very weird. So, but anyway, uh, the point of that is, um, uh, to anybody who left a review and then emailed me and gave me your address, I sent out your stickers. And That's cool. If anybody, uh, does leave a review, all you have to do is email me at, uh, awkward high five podcast at gmail.com or you could hit us up on our Facebook page or you could even hit us up on Twitter. Um, at awkward hi the uh, number five and say hey dev wrote a review want some stickers and i'll send them out to you um that's the whole thing so you get stickers uh hopefully we'll get this party going and all that stuff but i just want to thank everybody who's who's really been supporting the show and it's it's been growing and growing and growing and growing which is very very cool and Mm -hmm. what's up with episode two (laughs) isn't that weird i don't know i went back and listened to it and let me tell you man we do not sound good I yeah. feel like we've evolved like that. It yeah. did not take. It did not take long. Well, I mean, literally, epi- it sounds like we're shy with each other almost. Episode. Well, we didn't know what we were doing. Episode, yeah. This is the first time we've ever done this. Episode two, we was literally the second hour that we ever sat across from yeah, each other true. and talked into microphones true. and tried to make an entertaining show. You know, and at that point, we were still trying to establish who we are and what you know what our 
thing is and all you know our lineages and all that stuff you know so i i, I won't i've listened to those episodes i'm ne- i will never go back and listen to those episodes yeah ever, don't. Ever i was again. depressed i was like man i want to take these off the site i don't even want people to hear these things well no they need to be there and and you know what and and from what i've heard from people unless they're just blowing smoke up our asses that that they you know they thought they were fine people don't see it the way we see it because we're creating this, yeah you know? it's like when you write your own song yeah right it's exactly like, i don't want to play that song tonight everyone's like play the fucking well it's like i listen back to these stupid songs that i wrote when i was 14 years old and i can't it's hard for me to listen to really because now when i listen to them, i'm like damn i wish we could still write that way <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but then people say to me like i love that song and i'm like really yeah you know it's hard it's hard to evaluate what you're doing if you're the person doing it oh of course but um but for some reason i don't know why episode two is the most listened episode out of all of our episodes still is huh yeah still is it's it, it's pretty pretty interesting I, I, and i don't know why and like maybe people want to see what we've stolen as a band because it's this band of these are like those <laughs> fucking bad they take anything from me i thought that the uh the episode um where it says richie saves a baby's life like i thought that that would be that was it for a while for a it was bit, because yeah. i think people were like what was going on mm-hmm. with that or whatever i you know i, I should have never started with the fucking oxford comma titles the and you know why i love that two. i know but every time every time we do an episode like you know like tonight because you have to decide i'm gonna be mixing this episode it. i'm gonna be like you know i'm just now it's gonna be like whatever i, I don't even know mm-hmm. arch nemesis uh mm-hmm. scott weiland and richie fucks a doll you know what I mean? <laughs> that's probably it <laughs> yeah, there it probably, is probably his work is done <laughs> i thought that was like cute and clever when i started doing it now i'm like fuck i should just have one word uh things no that's good um, another thing I wanted, w- w- uh, since I'm burning through technical stuff here at the end of the show, another thing I wanted to put out there is that we are, we've had two guests on the show before. Um, one was my brother who, who's always invited in. He's not probably even, one of my favorite episodes. He's not even really a guest. I mean, he's just, if he's here, he could come in. Hey, it doesn't, hang. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Still one of my favorites. And then, and then I guess the more official one would be John Cabrera, who we had on a few yeah. episodes ago, who actually is a musician and had something to plug and stuff like that. And um, I know I've some of the feedback that I've gotten, and I appreciate it from you guys, is that their their mics were low during that, and I yeah. totally totally understand. Believe me, I went back and I hated listening to those episodes because those mics are low. Um, and but we are now in the process of upgrading our A High Five Studio to be able to take on more guests, um, which will be coming soon. So uh, after we fix the window. Bastard. yeah right of course yeah and if you do come bring a coat because it's cold because mm-hmm. our arch nemesis broke this fucking window but uh um if you do want to be a guest on the awkward high five program um i'm putting that out there now starting now i don't know officially what days uh, I, I, we record twice um we record on tuesdays and we record on fridays fridays would be the day that we would take guests and um, I don't know exactly like what time period we're going to start, but we're starting to get all those gears in motion right now. So if you do want to be a guest on our program, um, email us again at awkwardhighfivepodcast at gmail.com. We could always make a few adjustments for accommodation. Yeah, right, right. Time, you know. I'm more worried about sound. Right. Once we have once basically what it comes down to for anyone who cares, and I'm sure you don't, is we just need to get a bigger mixer. Yeah. You know, th- this mixer was really only set up for two of us and I had to jerry rig it to get more mics and it wasn't working right. So once I get I'm going to get a bigger mixer, we'll have mics. All the levels will be great. And then we could finally have which is what we want to do is have people first, you know, start coming in. But, you know, we do want people. We want, um, you know, people who, who, who are making stuff, people who have stuff to plug. You yeah, know? Exactly. So, so if you're out there and you're a musician or you're a comedian or you're an artist or 
whatever you do um and, and you want to be on our show to promote your your stuff and and more than more than just promote your stuff hang out and be cool and and, and be able to, to talk for an hour with us or whatever mm-hmm. um we would definitely like to have you so uh we could start we could kind of open that up and start trying to figure that out for everybody and uh yeah that's basically it you have anything else you want to say richard no i pretty much spilled all the beans <laughs> I got, i'm drained out yeah let the I, judgment fly yeah i hear that any good plans for this weekend uh this weekend no actually just gonna chill and can't wait for the get up kids that's what i'm excited well, that's for. next weekend We're, we'll have two yeah. more shows before that oh happens. yeah well i got nothing to do so if you guys if anybody out there is going to the get up kids concert at starland ballroom on uh december 12th we will be there mm-hmm. um come up and if if you know what we look like yeah right come up and uh and say hi to us we'll have headphones on and buy us a drink because <laughs> we're broke yeah absolutely <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. Uh, we will see you in a few days from now yep. on uh, on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, again, if you want to be a guest on the show, email us. Um, definitely leave those reviews so we can get Richie to swallow that fish. Yep. I'm gearing up. And uh, and and if you can, if you're on Twitter, follow us on Twitter so that we could get we could start getting more um, conversations going. Free show, get people more involved in the show and all that stuff. And if your kids have any hot dolls, send us a picture. If yeah, any straw haired dolls or anything, Richie's, <laughs> Richie's trying to. Is that what it was? A yarn haired yarn. Oh, I'm sorry, white yarn. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend offend you with the uh, straw hair. Don't mess with my girl. But uh, yeah, send send Richie uh, a bunch of uh, pictures so he can get off to it because he's a degenerate past. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.